Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons pulling up, Trace Hazlett on the porch with us. Uh, and uh, so uh, we welcome you to come by like so many folks are here at the nursery. You can hear the terror train choo-chooing by. Uh, there's uh, all kinds of fun activities. I've been watching people take pictures in the pumpkin patch. Uh, I've been watching... Um, uh, all kinds of fun uh, on the terror train and stuff. So it's a it's a great day to come out here. Plus, it feels nice too. It's about 80 degrees, a little bit of a breeze. So come on out and be a part of the fun here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Uh, we'll find out if he comes by. David Rodriguez was uh, teaching a class this morning. Uh, so and it sounds like he may still be busy answering questions, which he does. Um, and then what's happening next weekend, Trace? What's not happening next weekend? Uh, <laughs> that is the case. It may be easier to, to, to explain that. So let's see. We've got the maze, but that's up. That's right. I forgot about the maze. That's up during business hours. We've yeah. got the pumpkin patch. That's up during business hours. Mm-hmm. We have the train running again, and it'll probably be a longer time since we'll be busier. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to have face painting. Yeah. We're going to have balloon art. And we're going to have roasted corn. Roasted corn. Yeah. And aren't you going to have the, the glasses collection? Is that next week? Oh, uh, 28th? Yeah, I think we have the blood drive. The blood drive, and right. And we have the glasses for the Lions Club. Yeah, that's, uh, they're doing the Lions. Blood drive makes sense to everybody who knows what a blood drive is. Go online to sign up for that. Uh, it does two things. It makes it better for you in terms of convenience and uh, efficiency. And it makes it better for the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center because they know how many vehicles to bring. So uh, go for go go to millburgernursery.com and you'll find a place to connect to sign up. But the Alliance Club is uh, they do free site screenings. It's primarily for kids, but as Trace has pointed out before, they did a site screening for him. And also, uh, so are, are we collecting glasses? We are. Oh, but, good. Okay. But we do that all year long. That's true. So you can bring your glasses here, and uh, I am certain that they will come up and tell us next Saturday where all those glasses go, because they actually go all over the world to they different do. Lions clubs. Yeah, so it's a it's a big it's a big help. So rather than have them sit in uh, a drawer all year after year after year, they can actually go to help somebody. So all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But that is. Um, that is uh, 
what's going on. You can find all that at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Those are the biggest chrysanthemums I think I've ever seen. Didn't you, you say that? that big? Didn't he say that two weeks ago? I think so. Okay. <laughs> they, they are quite large, aren't they? They're huge. They are absolutely huge. Perfectly rounded. And they're on sale. Huh? And they're on sale. Ooh, I was scared to mention that. They said, <laughs> "Yeah, I saw that they were." And these yeah, are all still budded with a little bit of color coming. So these actually have a shot at being open for Halloween. Hmm. I brought you a, the Express News. Uh, Sales page there, Jerry. Oh, and I have it here. Well, they said they were in a. The sales items were. Oh, maybe they're maybe they're the. <laughs> one uh, of the closeout I items. Didn't I don't mention know. it. Okay, here I am. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mums, mums, mums. Citrus, 10% off. Mm-hmm. Look above citrus. 10%? Mexican, Mexican bird of paradise. <laughs> I don't see the moms in here. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, look, see if they're in that closeout portion. Fall garden no, moms, one of our most popular Little fall Davey. blooming perennials, available in 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99, now on sale for $18.88. Okay. Here you go. Hey, David. With all we know, it has to grow. That's, is that it? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. What's up, Davey? Oh, we're here at beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery on a beautiful Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Trace and his crew do a wonderful job uh, getting the nursery ready for this weekend. A mm-hmm. lot, a lot of beautiful uh, fall color. Fall is for planting. Fall is for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> They're having fun. And, uh. So a lot, a lot of great, nice-looking David, what's that mean now? The kids have started screaming now that you're up here. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they didn't scream when you weren't here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of good inventory. We had a, uh, finished our uh, our tree talk. Uh, fall is for planting trees and more. So I gave them a, a tree 101 on selecting, um, transporting, yeah. properly planting, maintaining trees. You know, trees the biggest investment for any landscape. Yeah. And taking the time to picking that right tree for the right selection is not only great for the environment, but for the next generation and the next homeowner. Mm-hmm. So we covered all that, and we always have fun. So Yeah, so um, you're getting here. Normally you're here before the show starts, but if you're answering questions... That's correct. Uh, yeah, so I'm guessing you were answering questions. What kind of questions were you getting? Uh, a lot of perennial questions. Oh, okay. And, uh, For fall color? And it's amazing. Uh, uh, people, it's good to have faith and hope on on things, but uh, we'll, we'll, let me show you a picture of this tree or plant. Uh, uh, I, I think it's going to come back. What do you think? Oh. Well... There's dead and dying, and uh, yeah. Jerry tells people <laughs> dead, dying, and that does need to be removed. So you mean if you... Jerry makes people cry. So uh, <laughs> kiss a goodbye. It's gone. Yeah, and you know I just hope they have pictures. Yeah, Milton. Yeah, it's uh, so it's and uh, if they had pictures from last year. Yeah, a lot of things uh, just need to be replaced, and this is time to rethink, reset um, our landscapes, and get on it. Fall is for David is Are you seeing a pattern? Are you, Jerry? Yeah. 
Are you seeing it? Jerry had Jerry did his punchline, and David just went, yeah, was right through it without. Oh, you take a picture. It's hard to take a picture of a dead plant. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I wants, guess it isn't hard. Is there well, any, he wants to archive. They don't move much when he they're wants dead. to archive all the things that went down because of poor maintenance, primarily not watering. Or yeah, you know like that's that. what I understand. In my in my neighborhood, David, uh, just unbelievable breakage. Live oaks, well, and, I, and then I had a mesquite yeah. on my roof. <laughs> oh, on your roof? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Tara. Huge. I mean, and it, it uh, didn't ruin the roof, but it was uh, very hard wood? to get save down and get off there. Did you save the wood? For Actually, for everybody's asked me that. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 this is they, like they, the deer, the, the they, 20-point deer that he had on his fence. Yeah, he, uh, the, uh, he didn't let yeah, us You're right, though. The The wood did not stay. There was a compl- oh, yeah. complaints about how hard it was to get off the roof, the big trucks oh, yeah, and everything, yeah. but it did not, did not stay in a pile anyplace. I don't yeah. know where they got yeah, they, yeah. I was very That's pleased. A tough one. <laughs> the barbecuers came by to yeah, get it. Smokehouses. Uh, yeah. David. David's uh, working as, as I am with the uh, the new uh, the new Paul Cox of the botanical. Garden. Oh, his his youngins out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His sons out there. And <laughs> they've got uh, what Paul Cox is. Uh, Son or daughter? Son. 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 Okay. Okay. And then, uh, that's right. And James Spivey's daughter. Celeste, yeah. Celeste is the greenhouse uh, manager out there. She's doing an excellent, excellent job. So it's good to see the, I guess, the next generation coming in. So, you know. (laughs) And they were, the the fellow that I guess is their bald or super Andrew, Andrew LeBay, you know, he worked with Jim Thomas at the fruit uh, lab. You know Andrew. Yeah, you know yeah, Andrew. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a, he's good. Yeah. Andrew yeah. LeBay, they're, they're, they're lucky to have him as the horticulture oh, director yeah. at the Santa. And he he has built a good It's always crew. the safest thing to say and no, no, about Andrew, all of us. Andrew's a, he's a sharp operator and um uh, his wife uh, teaches at um, Palo Alto College here in the horticulture program. Oh, my goodness. What's That's his nice. name? Uh, Andrew Labay. Labay. And uh, so he's top-notch, and he's he's really has recruited and trained a very good crew. And the botanical gardens, they're doing great, great, great work good. out there. So it's good to see that. Anyway, yeah. he uh, he was writing, writing a... Uh, for today, for Friday, yesterday's uh, newsletter, I guess they put out a little newsletter, and he noted that uh, a lot a lot of people out there didn't know the history of uh, Mr. Moy. And it's all and, and the, all the employees have the little hibiscus You're, on their yeah. shirts. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and uh, it's on the stationery and everything else. The more grande hibiscus. But uh, there was a time, not two, a year or two ago, that they didn't have a more grande hibiscus on the plate. That's correct. Hmm. That's correct. And so we got them. That's correct. <laughs> we ended up getting them some, and I hope they're proper. I, I told them also to talk to Candace. Uh, is still around, 
Candace Andrews. Mm-hmm. She's still around, and she was very close to yeah. Dr. Moore. I said, talk to her. She she knows him better than anyone else. Yeah. So. But uh, I said, uh, he, she got in touch with Greg Grant, you, and me, and... Uh, our, water, our watermelon man, what's his name? Kevin Crosby. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Dr. Moy was one of his mentors during high school and college, so that's good that that he shares some of that experience with him, right? Yeah, we, we are on the radio. No cast dispersions on Dr. Moy's. Uh, I mean, Mr. Moy's uh, legacy. Well, I was but, amazed. Me, I was, uh, well, I, can't, I think it was Paul's uh, memorial when I went out there and things that changed so much. I oh, mean, new, yeah. new buildings, new classrooms. Yeah. And personnel, I <laughs> hardly recognize the names. Some, some of them we knew, but yeah, yeah a lot of things don't hold, and, uh, and, stand and still. Our, and our old buddy, uh, uh, Scott Litschke, who has been our 30. Yes. Uh, yesterday was, was his last day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss Scott, too. He's a good friend. <laughs> but uh, it dawned on me uh, when I was, I wrote his response, and uh, I did a pretty, pretty uh, complete write-up on Dr. Moore, on Mr. Moore, and uh, put it on plantanswers.com, horticulture hero, uh, which Greg re- referred him to, too. But uh, it dawned on me, you know, they, uh, of course, most most of the citrus is died, gone out there. Well, I think it's all gone, frozen off. The original ones are all gone. Yeah. But Dr. Stein, it worked out uh, from Saxon Becknell and Sons, some of the genetics, and they're replanting it. Did they? They're replanting okay. at the botanical. Okay, I was fixing to say. You know, we sell that um, grand moy uh, orange frost, Arctic frost, bumper. Bumper. That's yes. bumper right yes. there. Those big ones are yes. bumper. Yes. And uh, that's Mr. Moy's name. Yes. That's the only one that kept, kept his name. But uh, I saw Arctic frost back there, and that's the only one that took, it, took the coals that we had. It, it burned it back, but it killed the rest of them. And uh, in other words, they could get three or four of his citrus from here if they wanted. But uh, I don't know if they planted them out there or not. No, uh, they they did. from And back in uh, August, we got them at the trade show. Oh, okay. So the guys from Saxon, Bagnell and Sons brought them down. So we... Oh, okay. You know, good. That's good. Hey. But uh, I didn't have time to. Uh, well, I, I didn't see the email till last night, about 11 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have time to get be interviewed by him. But uh, Yeah, yeah. He can still call you. Huh? He can call the radio show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, there we've uh, got some. and got, got some on Flying Dragon Rootstock. Nice. Back nice. there. Nice. And they're perfect. Uh, and they're, I don't know if they're on sale or not. Uh, is that, uh, Ten, Trace, is all, all citrus on sale? 10%. Yep. Ten, oh, a Flying Dragon, too. All of them 10% off. 
Okay, good deal. All of them 10 percent off. All of them ten percent off. So that write-up you said on PlantAnswers.com at the very end, and uh, it's a real good, important write-up. He talks about World War II, um, yeah, and, and coming to the U.S. and his struggles, yeah. and that's it's a very touching story. But also that little book that Paul Cox put together, I think, with Candace Andrews, of all the plants that he basically bred, mm-hmm. just in, in itself is so remarkable. But in, in reality, what we started this discussion about that our own botanical garden didn't even have the muy grande hibiscus, all that genetics is, yeah. I don't want to say gone. Hopefully yeah. somebody has it no, somewhere. It's gone, and that's that's a tragedy yeah. right there. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, the the uh, more grande wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Greg Grant, because Mister Moore was cross making all those crosses out there, different hibiscus and and uh, roses and everything else, and so. And they were getting going nowhere. They were not getting on the market. So I asked Greg. I said, what does Mr. Moore have that we can promote to get him credit for all this work he's doing out here? And Greg, without hesitation, says he's got the biggest, the largest open face hibiscus I've ever seen. And that launched it. And uh, Greg, Greg, in his reply to this request, said, we stole we stole uh, 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 more Grande. And I said, I wrote him back, we did not steal yeah, it. Yeah, I read that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, said, I read that this I said, we did not see it, steal it. I uh, talked to Paul Cox, who at, at that time I thought he could understand what Mr. Moore was saying. But come to find out later, he was bluffing us. He, was, uh, he didn't understand him either. But uh, I asked Paul Cox, I said, uh, Paul, would, would Mr. Moore mind giving us some cuttings of uh, what would to, be, to become more grande? And uh, Paul said, he'll only give them to you. If anybody else asks, he's not going to give them anything. But for you, because I've got him microscopes and things <laughs> through the years. And he said I was his number one friend. And so I I went down, I asked him, can I get some cuttings of more grinding? And he said, (laughs) he said, well, yeah, sure. And I think I made him go out and take the cuttings. Let me take the cuttings. So we did not steal that. So that all that uh, prime research area is where the new administration buildings are, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyway, we, uh, Mr. Moore could never understand Moore Grande Hibiscus. He couldn't understand. Well, I don't think it's because it was feed the people, feed the people. Yeah, right? yeah. The ornamentals. He, is yeah, just, he was you know. after food crops, yeah. being from China. And he actually bred a hibiscus that was for uh, wood. Yeah. Interesting. And he planted it out there and said, and I said, where's the blooms on that thing? <laughs> he said, oh, we don't use the bloom, we use the wood. Interesting. And I said, that stupid thing 
outgrew that bed. It grew over the road. It, it was a wood producer. Interesting. So Interesting. We, it never went anywhere, obviously. They did that for the animals, or they do that to, for the stones? Yeah, for, for the people to, I guess, burn the wood or, or something. It like, kind of like fodder, right? To, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Very but uh, he uh, he never did understand uh, more grounded. Well, why people are so crazy over it? And uh, uh, it was <laughs> even after that, after he saw how popular it was, he says, and I don't think he really liked it that much. But it, he said, I've got some pretty ones. That you need to look at. Mucho more. Uh, <laughs> right, mucho more. Yeah, well, that was out of the original more grounded type. Okay. But he would bring me flowers, uh, hibiscus about uh, four inches in diameter. And they were pretty. And overlapping petals and everything that you want in a hibiscus. But they weren't that big. They weren't big. And he couldn't understand that. Hey, we need to take a break. Thank you, guys. Thanks, David. Thanks for doing a great job. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM The Answer. Uh. Millburgers Gardening. Y'all can keep talking. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. number to call. I was mentioning to David uh, uh, my education Oh, okay. And we're actually doing a radio show here. Uh, but if you go to the register, they'll help you. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, okay. What did he want? He wanted to, an oleander. Oh. <laughs> but, no, or she can help you. Okay. Yeah, Nelson can help you. He needs some. He was asking us for something. All right, 210-308-8867. There we go. We got him some help. All right. What's that? What's that? Okay. Now? Anyway, uh, our continuing education at these nurseries continue. <laughs> I always said I learned more working for that uh, wholesale grower. Yeah. For forty years than I ever learned in in college. But uh, watching him grow plants, watching them grow plants out there, and uh, I was asking David Rodriguez. And David worked at several, well, he worked for Wolf's, and uh, since he was a, a baby boy, <laughs> and uh, came out of the crib. He lived, he lived right beside uh, the Wolf's on San Pedro. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was, uh, there was a Grimm's there, too, I think. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I asked him about these beautiful moms we have out here. I said, David, where... Did you learn about how to bloom these beautiful chrysanthemums that we have out here? Make them bloom. They're in bud now. And he started, he started telling me about the light. He said that yeah. they have to be in light. 
And Same I thing said, Tracy said. I yeah. said, did you learn that in school? He said, no, I learned it from working with Clay Pack, which is a big producer on the uh, north side of San Antonio, hmm. up toward uh, Blanco. But anyway, uh, and so I'm announcing it again. I think I feel that it is my obligation because these mums are so beautiful. I mean, they've been grown so well. Uh, it would be a shame for somebody to come in and buy one of those. Beautiful, you say they're on sale, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, buy one of those beautiful chrysanthemums. I'm looking. Okay. I'm waiting to see if he finds it or not. Uh-huh. Told you. <laughs> look, at that, look, look at that 10% see if it's mentioned on there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if it, it's a sin for a lot of people to come in here and, and buy one of those chrysanthemums and take it home and put it in the shade of a, a live oak tree. It's got to yeah. be in full sun. Or on a porch. They could put it on a porch, too. If it's was, getting sun. Yeah, but no, no, I know. But if it's not in sun, that's not good. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you put it on a porch with a shaded by a live oak, never going to bloom. Never going to open those buds. So any shade, because, I mean, they... Yeah, any shade. So, uh, although I think uh, Trace liked the idea of morning sun, afternoon shade. Yeah. Or dappled sun. What do you think about dappled sun? What if I put it... Someplace, uh, oh no, maybe dabbles. Okay, I don't know, but uh, to be on the safe side, put it in the sunniest location you got at least until all the flowers open to the buds. Yeah, open. That seems to be the key. Then I think, I think you can put it back in a shadier area, maybe out in the front yard or something, and uh, and it'll it it. I think it stops the blooms from opening, but uh, they won't get any bigger, but they'll be open. That's the key to it. But anyway. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Have you seen what's blooming around town? Sinisa. Uh, thank you, Calvin. Oh. Calvin knew where I was going. And if you look at the forecast, tomorrow night. 20% chance, Monday 40, 40 at night, <laughs> and then all the way through uh, well, basically 30s and 40% chance of rain. It's an, it's an interesting Wednesday. situation, too, because the rain is coming from two different directions. Ooh. We've, got, uh, we've got that uh, uh, hurricane from, uh, I think, from the west, and then we've got the other from the east, yeah. so they... The uh, person, weather person that was talking about that this morning yeah. <laughs> was pretty confident there was going to be some rain. But, of course, they've been confident before. <laughs> Wishful, you know, Did it just you, uh, reminds me of uh, uh, all is, the weathermen say, yeah. There's you, no less than a 20% chance of rain every day uh, this week. Well, I guess we're going to get some, huh? Good. That's what you said last Absolutely. time. And we got some. <laughs> okay. Finally, you're on board. <laughs> the... Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see the drought monitor? Mm-mm. The latest drought monitor? Mm. After all that rain we got the other day? No. It what? ain't changed a bit. 
You okay. notice the aquifer? Is yeah. it going up? No, I don't know. Hell no. Okay. It's going down well, every day. So we need to encourage it to rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, 30. Oh, that's 30. the only way it's going to change. 30 <laughs> feet less than the average that's expected this time of the year. Still, I so mean, it's October is usually rainy, isn't it? That's when we've had the big floods. I saw people posting about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, this but is, yeah, we've this got is the, a big rain month. Um, where I know from from the west, what they're what they're thinking about. What about from the east? You said two different directions. It's coming. Yeah, I was trying to think of what the uh, cause of the uh, it was uh, some uh, weather phenomenon, but I can't. I can't a tropical it storm or whatever it's called in the Pacific coming this way. Yeah, yeah. Is what's coming from the east? Do you I don't. Remember? I don't know. I can't I remember know. that. All right. Call us and help us at 210-308-8867. I got a uh, call from... Where's Dennis when you need him? <laughs> yeah, I'll have to email us, Dennis. I got a call from uh, some of my friends in uh, Tennessee. It blew me away and said, uh, <laughs> I was talking about our drought out here. He said, did you know that the Mississippi River is lowest as it's ever been? And they can't can't get barges up and down the Mississippi River. It's so low. Hmm. And uh, what that's doing is uh, backing up all the corn. They've just hmm. harvested the corn down there, and they have no way to ship it. They ship it on those barges, and all the storage houses are full of corn, grain corn, and. Uh, they can't, well, that, load, that, can't that, load the barges. That'll add to the problem with uh, U- Ukraine, too. Oh, yeah. Ukraine grain and Russian grain. Yeah. So uh, I guess that must be from the north. I mean, the north must be experiencing some uh, yeah. lack of rain, too. Well, yeah. To flood the Mississippi River. It needs to the Missouri River the Mississippi. and the Ohio River. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's east yeah. and west considerably, and the north. So, uh, I, that's, <laughs> I've never heard, I, I don't ever remember the Mississippi River being too low for barges. I remember it being full and oh yeah, yeah flooded yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, when we go to go, we would go to Tennessee. The Mississippi River would be all the way over into Arkansas, into the where they they plant cotton and things on that uh, floodplain. Yeah, in the spring, but that tucker was full a mile and a half back into Arkansas. But now to be low? Oh, man. Okay. They, they definitely need more than two-tenths of an inch. Really. Need more than what? Two-tenths of an inch. Oh, I don't know. They didn't tell, they didn't say the number, yes. Uh, but, yeah, I know they didn't. But uh, There's a reason for well, that. But two-tenths of an inch is a start. Uh, yeah. It's, is it, so it's better than nothing, right? Not Look much, what, but maybe. I got. I finally got Calvin's memorial zinnia page filled up. Wow, I'm glad he, yeah, glad he uh, got that done before I died. Yeah. Before I he, before I passed. Pass that to him. Oh, here you go, Calvin. 
Happy Memorial page. Look, yeah. Look at those pictures. That's pretty good pictures. But, uh, yeah, we had... This is this is one from Milton. This this is the front page. Okay. Flatanswers.com. You that snake on there. I was that. wondering if that's what that was. That's wow. a snake. I must have taken that picture when Doctor Stein went around. Why would he have? That's uh, when we did the uh, the zinnia. Would he have ended the snake? Huh? Would he have ended the snake? Uh, uh, well, I was. It was ended there. I just draped him across the. <laughs> For a picture. Yeah. And what butterfly is that? Do you know? The zebra? Is that what that is? Yeah, that's a beautiful picture. But I haven't I, seen one of those in a long time. Have you? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, I got in there. It's the first and uh, plantanswers.com on the topics of the month. It says, the first listing is Xenia's. A Calvin Finch favorite. Yep. Now, but now we're in cyclamen season, so he'll keep talking about the cyclamen. <laughs> yeah. Do do monarchs like cyclamen? I, I think so. they're uh, kind of neutral on. Uh, uh, I don't know that it's a great uh, pollinator no. plant. So. I've, I've seen butterflies on them, Milton. Oh, okay. You Have want you to see some to butterflies on them? Oh no, I don't want. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You've got pictures on butterflies and butterflies driving cars. <laughs> I've seen slugs and snails on it. Yeah. You've got, you got at the, the Gettysburg Address, you've got a butterfly there right next to it. It's uh, amazing. Like, when I get my camera out, the butterfly yeah, you just won't pose. I know. All right, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, coming up at 930 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer. Quick message about Prusky's Market. I have had so many people tell me that, uh, that they're glad to hear us talking about Prusky's Market because they absolutely love it. And uh, then they're asking me questions, so I need to get hold of Edmund. Uh, but uh, if you haven't been, you need to head on over to Prusky's Market on Highway 87 uh, between 410 and 1604. It's in Atkins, Texas, and it's an old-fashioned meat market with the best quality meats you're going to get out there. And they were asking me about different types of sausage. And just like Calvin kind of uh, introduced uh, Prusky's to the Swedish sausage concept, and then Edmund made uh, the sausage Texas style. So it's a Texas Swedish sausage. They've got that. They have got an award-winning uh, jalapeno and cheese dried sausage. They have got the new Yanta meat, which are natural meats with uh, no hormones and no added no added growth hormones and no antibiotics. Uh, and uh, everything out there is absolutely delicious. The bacon that they make fresh there. They've got a butcher. Uh, and when I say that, there may be a lot of people that know exactly what I'm talking about and some that may not. Um, the difference is when you've got a butcher that actually knows what they're doing and, uh, you know, isn't just cutting meat, 
Um, they can help you pick the right cut. They can help you get what you know you're looking for. Edmund helped me get some uh, great cuts of steak uh, the other day, and uh, we enjoyed them. So, uh, hop in the car, head on over there. You will not be disappointed in the award-winning Prusky's Market on Highway 87. You can gas up. You can get everything you need. You can get all kinds of fun stuff uh, from uh, chicken to pork to all kinds of uh They've got the Boar's Head um, cold cuts. It's Prusky's Market, Highway 87, and it's Prusky'sMeatMarket.com, Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. 210-308. Oh, and time to order your uh, turkeys uh, for Thanksgiving. The jalapeno sausage sounds really good. What's that? The jalapeno sausage sounds really good. Yeah, I'll have to uh, get some to bring over to us. The uh, And he's going to help me to uh, get a turkey and to uh, smoke it. Well, they, get a, they, they put together a... Uh, Wonderful selection and quite a variation of uh, meats, sausages, and everything for as a plate, you know, for uh, visitors to events and things. Hard, and, uh, hard to beat. Edmund didn't even laugh at me when I told him that I'm doing it old school with a Weber kettle grill, a 22-inch Weber kettle grill. You know, I'm not going for the pellets. I'm not going for that. I'm going old school. I think like, absolutely. You got fire. You got you got coal, charcoal, whatever. You got you got meat. It'll work. So I like, got I got lost. Uh, I was giving some people from Minnesota a ride along San Antonio in San Antonio, and I got lost, and yeah. I couldn't quite figure it out. You know, as, <laughs> as sharp as I was and everything, but then uh, now I figured it out. Now it's uh, I'm kind of. Disassociated and, and fallen back on Prusky's, you know, where we, oh, okay. the long history we have with it was, Prusky's. It was calling you back. Yeah, so the, so that explains everything. All right, well, I'll have to make a trip over there and get some of the Swedish sausage. It's frozen. We'll try some of that and the hey, jalapeno cheese. Hey, don't they have, do they have the turkins? Turducken. Tur, what, what? Turducken. Turducken? Which is turkey stuffed with duck, stuffed with chicken. Yeah, that duck must have been going fast. To <laughs> well, they used to have geese and too. The, I have yeah. not had turducken, but when I told somebody about it the other day, they're like, "Oh, it's good because you have stuff in." And it's, it's uh. just, oh man. <laughs> and Edmund makes a little joke about it that I will not repeat on the air. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's uh, give them a call and to tell them everybody they're high from everybody here at uh, KLUP. I did did left something out of what we were talking about earlier. We got all those things going on next weekend. Yeah. And we're raising money for the American Cancer Society. So the the face painting, the corn, and the... Balloon art. What was it? The balloon art. That's right. They're all for a... $3 $3 donation to the, at least a $3 donation to the American Cancer Society. And we'll have jars set up other places, too, where they can. Yeah. And Millbearers, everybody every year is so generous. So this is going to benefit the American Cancer Society, which has incredible stuff. Uh, great programs, innovative. I used to work for the Cancer Society. Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? Learned something new. Uh, up, up in Amarillo. That's a different part of the world. Than, than Did you South, go up Central. there just in the morning? Uh, it's all you could do. Oh, okay. You, you'd leave your house and get there by in by morning. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It never gets old. All right. We, have a que- <laughs> we had a question, and I'll throw it to all three of you because we need to figure out what the product Calvin was recommending. We had someone talking about an oak tree, and it had a very old oak, and it had a big black uh, hole in it. Yeah. Um, and they were, the question was on filling it. 
Should you fill it? Should you not fill it? And then um, leave it alone. Okay, your yours. I know yours is leave it alone. Calvin, was there's a a well, you, polyurethane type thing that you can fill. Yeah, it's with? A, it's a, a material that uh, is really a, a neutral material that doesn't change the center of gravity, and uh, you can if if the hole is right and you want to make it more attractive, and it also seems to reassure people uh, when they love they love these trees. You know, and I don't blame them. I mean, these big, yeah. the big old this, trees. Yeah, he said it was an over 100 year It just reassures them, and, and uh, the tree, you use this material relatively easy to use, and it uh, dries and uh, does the filling and, and doesn't do like the in the old days we used to do is disrupt the, especially now when we're having all this breakage. I hate to do anything that disrupts the center of gravity. On a tree. Well, that was the big problem. But we couldn't uh, couldn't remember what it was called, Tracy. Do you, do you know? Remember? Does that ring a bell for you? I think we're talking about that spray foam stuff. Yeah, but I don't know the concept. Well, or does it have a name? Is it garden the foam? One I, the one I've bought is called Stuff. It's called Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there are, there are some that expand more than others, so I would get the one that expands the greatest, and you can okay. Seal huh. the outside of that if you're trying to keep. Yeah, the it depends on the hole you got too. Yeah, how big? And you and so your your advice is leave it alone. Yeah. Okay, why? Do what? Why 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 leave it well, alone? Well, you can camouflage it or whatever. Okay, so you, is with the, that spray stuff. But uh, a lot of people want to put concrete yeah, in. I know, that's the one I, I know you the all old, have said don't do that. Time, the old timers I think think I don't know if we ever recommended concrete. I've done it before. Oh, have you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, well, a lot of people still have that lingering. Yeah. They remember back yeah. when we used to recommend, or somebody used to recommend. I think you will recommend it. Yeah, I don't think uh. so. <laughs> no. I forget. Yeah, I don't well, I the, the good news is I can't remember uh, recommending Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm dependent on. But uh, they, they uh, did a lot of study on wound, uh, wounds on uh, oak trees. And all trees. And uh, what is it, Shago? Was that his name? Uh, the, 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 the arborist up north that did all the research on the oak trees and stuff. Shago, I think was it. Have we, have you got a, is, is there a, can we turn these louder or? I, th- I think we should call Mark. Yeah, that would be, Mark sometimes listens. Mark, give us a call, 210 210- 308-8866. He always has an opinion. He does always have an opinion. <laughs> like uh, other things that he always has. Uh-huh. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Least Mark's got an opinion. Are <laughs> but, you getting uh, this better now? But anyway, yeah. they... Uh, oh, yes. Yes, I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they found out uh, that there were a lot of times a wound dressing uh, inhibits the wound process, wounding oh, process. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And so if that's if that black spot or whatever he's seen had been there for a long time, it's probably healed. Uh yeah, superized or he healed over. And so anytime you do a boy uh wound it in any way, it slows down the healing. So uh so if it's the best for- kind of way the best way if it's already healed over 
Okay, and how long would it take to heal over? Is that a Mark question? Well, some, no, uh, most of them won't heal over. Oh, yeah. really? That yeah. one he's talking about is that we. Yeah. That, that's not going to heal over. That's a. Oh, the hundred-year-old big, big one. Cave. The, so, what causes the big black gash in the oak tree? Oh man, yeah. you how, li- how long a list do you want? Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I always said Indians. Indians used to camp out and have fires and things oh, in those hollow of the live oak trees. Huh. When they'd come down here and gather pecans from the. And hey, the crack, speaking of which, he's, he's the joking a little bit, but in the old days, fires were a major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would uh, are, is anybody? Do you have live oaks? Do I? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are they dropping their pecans now? Not why, the live why, oaks. Why would a live oak drop its pecan? I'm sorry, not its pecans. <laughs> Acorns, yes. <laughs> not my pecan, my oak has pecans. Yeah. It's a, yeah, that's good. You know what's really <laughs> dropping is the red oaks. Do you have red oaks too? Uh, I don't know. Is that big, the, yeah, yeah, we have those. And those are. We apparently Laura sits outside and reads, and apparently now she can no longer sit outside under the. Yeah, well, the we red oak. we've we've had several discussions about that about that five year cycle. You, yeah. you know, you can have a stressful situation yeah. for the tree now, but. If five years ago oh. or three years, you know what? Who, who knows what the actual factor is? But if they if they had plenty of uh, water and, and nutrients back then, you can actually get a big crop that's in the future sometime. So I'll ask you, since you have a few live oaks here, right? Uh, handful. Yeah, handful. Are they dropping acorns, not pecans? Mm, they're, yeah, they're a few. Okay. Now, okay. if your if your live oaks are like mine, they're not. Not nearly as productive as those red oaks are this year. For you know, and so yeah. they all got a different kind of. Yeah, we have one that's dropping and one that's not. <coughs> How are the pecans doing? They're what's small. Your, what's your pecan report? If you, if you irrigated, uh, like Dr. Stein, Larry Stein's our pecan person because he has an orchard. Mm-hmm. Back of his house, he he lives on the Medina River. Uh, so he's got plenty of water. But uh, he says the nuts are filling, filling out. In other words, they're not have, having black meated pecan, but they're smaller. Okay, which mm. makes sense. No matter, and that's what we tell people. Price is going to be high, though I suspect. Well, yeah, unless yeah. the rest of this country is. Yeah. But uh, like we say, tell people, you cannot water a pecan in your landscape unless you're on a river bank or, or, or a creek bank. Underground water has underground water. Well, and it depends you on which creek bank, too. You grow a pecan tree that'll have... Good, good eating nuts. So a lot of those creeks are not. No matter the no variety. So, uh, but uh, he, like I said, he's got the ideal condition to grow pecans. We had, we got, had good nuts on well, the got underground in Alta Vista. We did. I don't know why you don't believe that. Was it this year? My neighbor has. No, good no, pecans. it was years ago. Oh, okay, you years mean, ago. Okay, no, no, I. I 
I'm Thanks. sure that uh, check them out. Larry will appreciate uh, Jerry pieces. bragging on his well. uh, pecan production and and give us a good share of uh, oh, I'm sure. pecans. You don't? That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. It'll right. be just like my uh, barbecue wood. Yeah, your mesquite. You <laughs> yeah. can, although I bet you Larry has good barbecue wood, too, on yeah. those pecan tree limbs that fall. Yeah, the limbs are falling big time out of his place. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pecans yeah. always, but. Yeah, that's where I get my uh, firewood because uh, he, he's more than glad to give you some wood because he's got to get it out of you the You once orchard. got it at my place. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Trace, let's reiterate what's going on. You mentioned the uh, the, the three activities next weekend, but we've also got the blood drive. We have, yes, and uh, the Lions Club. Are you, are you still giving a gift to anybody that goes through the process and offers For a donate? blood, you bet. Okay. Don't ask me what it is. I okay. don't remember. And then, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice thank yous. Uh, they hopefully will be calling in. I, I kind of emailed and see, so maybe they'll, they'll call into the show. Uh, but um, I got the corn. The ghost corn. corn. No, I know. Jerry's all about the corn. He I carry, love that corn. It's the only thing that distracts him from wanting to ride the terror train is he, the corn. So, no. <laughs> and who's doing the corn? They, they The same people as last time? Yes. They do a good job. Uh, yeah, they do. And the screenings, too. If you uh, are concerned about your... Uh, uh, child's eyesight, and you want a free screening, come on out to Millburgers uh, 11 to 3. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Lions Club, that's one of their missions, will be uh, on hand doing that. And then you may notice on Saturday and Sunday, um, just correct me if I'm wrong, Trace, the employees will be in costume. They theoretically will. Okay. They're, and that's on Saturday and Sunday, right? Yes. And um, they win prizes based on your voting for them and your vote is actually an entry to win a hundred dollar gift yep. certificate yeah so all i gotta do is vote can they vote more than once <laughs> yes okay as long as they're not related to anybody uh, oh here. okay all right no no ballot stuffing here no. okay and then so that's going to be a lot of fun people look forward to this all year so uh make plans to come to mill burgers and be a part of that fun next saturday and sunday uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else is going on. I'm excited about the uh, uh, the end of the season closeouts. Yeah. That's the first time we've ever done that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> is yeah. that right? Yeah. <laughs> Real quick before we go to break, go through the news. Uh, Tell people what's going on. 25% off regular price, Angel Wing j- uh, j- j- Jamar. Jasmine. But <laughs> bananas, bougainvilleas, grape, crepe myrtles, plumerias, and roses. And when we get back, I'll tell you the I think plants you got an, that I bought I back. think you got an old copy. Huh? The, there was mallow hibiscus in there. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll check online. And something else. No, I printed mine off the uh, Internet. All this right. week? We'll, we'll check it out just in a second. Yesterday. Right? All right. <laughs> will give us the full scoop. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. No matter what you love, just come to Texas. 
we're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. When we left, we were talking about the end of the season closeouts. Um... And uh, there were two of them. There are a couple of, we mentioned. Uh, all these are still on, right? Correct. Angel wing jasmine, bananas, bougainvilleas, crepe myrtles, plumerias, roses, and there are a couple others. So we also put in mallow hibiscus. Ooh, that's good. And we put in the uh, pond plants. Okay. So somehow didn't make it onto the website, but that's they okay. are special. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but what I was excited about. Yes. <laughs> I'm working with a person that uh, knows very little about plant material, and uh, she told me. I was going to say, is he talking about you, Milton? I don't know. He's looking <laughs> no, at me. No, no, uh, worse than Milton. What? Yeah. I pride myself on my lack of skill. <laughs> and, uh, and so she said uh, she loves blackberries. And so I said, well, at one time, and she said, when can we plant them? She thinks you can plant everything now. I said, well, if they've still got them at Millburgers, uh, they had the back, best blackberry uh, for this market. There it is. It's called Kiowa Blackberry. So I asked Trace, did he have any Kiowas left? He said he didn't know how many, but they were down the hill. So I walked down the hill. And uh, sure enough, there was about, after I got through, there was about 10 to 15 gallons, I guess it was a gallon, of uh, Kiowa blackberries. Number ones, Milton. Okay, thank you. Uh, (laughs) I remember. Okay. But, uh, and they they all got uh, pretty good tops on them. But uh, this would be an ideal time to plant blackberries. Uh, because they can develop a root system. Now, your next question would be, when are they going to have blackberries? When are they going to have blackberries? There you go. Thank Thank you, you, Miss. I'm glad to help. But uh, the the pieces that you see above ground, above above the pot rim, will have berries next year. So there's not very much uh, uh, new growth on the on these plants because they're in the process of going dormant Hmm. but uh they will establish a root system and you'll get a few berries uh, next spring may or june yeah was it memorial day that yeah yeah so that's the cut them down no, 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 that you get them. I'm trying to remember when Calvin used to bring them in. Was that Memorial Day that you picked your blackberries? When did you pick blackberries? I don't think it was that late. The, okay. Huh? I think, I think it was a little earlier than that. Oh, okay, maybe so. It's usually May or Maybe I'm thinking blueberries? Maybe. But we don't really talk about picking blueberries in San Antonio too often. I, I, I no. certainly didn't pick any blackberries last year. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they're normally bearing uh, in uh, May and June. Okay, so and at the end, end of, of June, you can cut them down. Uh, because the neat thing about blackberries in this country 
is uh, 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 Mr. Hoffman, down, uh, Kenneth Hoffman in Poteet, used to have uh, blackberries and strawberries ready at the same time. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. May, June. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. I was and to think he of would sell most of his blackberries at that, at that time. He was growing uh, the old standard Brazos blackberry. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would sell most of them into Houston just as oh. fast as he could fight, harvest them. Okay. But uh, that Kiowa is an improvement. I never thought I'd hear myself say this. Is an improvement on Brazos because it's a berry as big as Brazos, but uh, it uh, gets sweeter faster. Okay. You know know where the Brazos came from, Milton? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was an A&M release. Is that right? And it, Brazos is in the background in the breeding uh, points of uh, Kiowa. Okay. There's there's also a lot of uh, thornless blackberries back there. For those wimps that uh, don't want to get stuck by the thorns and don't want to pick a lot of blackberries. But mm. uh, the cow was your best bet. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I forget the price, but I didn't. When you have to ask the price, you never bothers get you. them. No. So I got five, <laughs> five of those blackberries, and uh, I'm gonna put them in my abandoned garden. Okay. And a uh, couple of years, she's still around. We'll uh, have blackberries. The um, what was I gonna say? The uh, <laughs> oh, I don't understand. I'm cutting them down because I know last week y'all talked about cutting them down that that helps them, but doesn't that mean that I miss a season? Of uh, it takes two years for them to. Uh, well, the growth they get in the fall is where they're going to have a berry the next year. And they once they bear fruit, those stems are no longer they're dead in play. Yeah, they die. So they would normally they normally skip a year anyway. No, mm-hmm. I'm confused. They, they come you, yearly as soon as you harvest. As soon as you, you cut it back. All right. So the professional blackberries are people they'll cut them all all to the ground the average person would only trim off the branch that they're picking the berry off of okay and so the next fall on the growth that came from cutting that the berries will be on the following year's berries okay okay now i got it they send up strong shoots once you cut those old canes are they kind of like crepe myrtles they refuse to to be uh not to grow yeah Um, and and as i was down there (laughs) I found a bunch of citrus trees down there. Uh, they ten percent off down there too. Twenty, yes, sir. And there was a there were several of uh, well, Mr. Morris, the uh, uh, Arctic frost, and it was a lot of Arctic frost because that's the one that made it through the freeze. Yeah, and uh, the. Uh, there was some on Flying Dragon rootstock. So I'm going to get, I'm, and uh, then we got these up here that uh, Moy, I mean, uh, hang on, Mui, Mui Grande. 
What no. am I saying? I'm a pup bumper. Bumper. bumper yeah. I'll get it sooner or later. Uh, that That's a Mr. Moore name. And uh, they're, uh, they're on such large plants... I'm thinking they're gonna fr- yeah, they're gonna bloom and fruit next year. Hmm. What do you think, Trey? Uh, certainly possible. Sandy, Sandy has three uh, on hers, and they they started the color. And she's like, when are these gonna be ready? Ooh, I have another uh, sighting for you. I'm gonna have to take a picture. Well, let's talk to Matt real quick on line one two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Matt, how can we help you? We got lots of folks here. Well, and- how are you? Good. How are you? Okay, good. Turn that up. So I have some asparagus in a raised bed. Okay. The Bermuda, the Bermuda grass has kind of come in and taken over. So I want to kind of dig it out and put it in a clean raised bed. Is that possible, or will, am I just going to be stuck with just transplanting that Bermuda grass? And well. what would be the best time to do it if if I should do it? Have you you say the Bermuda grass has taken over or the asparagus has taken over? The Bermuda grass has taken over in the I, raised bed. I think in the recesses of my mind, I think you can use uh, glyphosate on uh, how yeah, when do you expect uh, you'll be harvesting again? Well, it could be harvesting well, now. I, I, I just uh, well, the, right now it's full of fronds, so I don't have. I don't. I guess there's probably been one or two spears that have been coming up, but yeah, um, yeah. You, you probably you want to compl- comply with. Uh, but I'm with Jerry. It's e- certainly easy to e- kill the Bermuda with. Uh, uh, you could, a, um, you so could use a grass. Glyphosate, yeah, Roundup. But so uh, there's a product called Over the Top. Over the Top, yeah. That is go. designed to kill Bermuda. And it's safe on most vegetables. I don't know yeah. if asparagus is listed it is there. safe on asparagus. That's the key. The, read the read the label and follow the label instructions. And it'll okay. work great. Yeah, I, I always follow the label. I, I hold the bottle in front of me when I walk out to the garden and follow it out of there. Then you would fall flat over. Yeah, right. But, uh, <laughs> and right. What else, man? Oh, go ahead. If some of this asparagus is big enough that I can um, divide it to make some new crowns, when would be the best time to do that? Uh, now would be fine. Now, yeah, okay. it grows through. It'll grow through the winter. Now, have you have you got Mary Washington or Martha Washington, or do you have one of I the have, hybrids, new hybrids? I have the. I actually have three. I have both uh, Mary Washington and Martha Washington and that new hybrid out of California. That, yeah. Uh, um, some nine, number. 915 or something like that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. The Mary and Martha, are you seeing a lot of berries, uh, a lot of uh, red berries on the plants? On one of the plants, it has quite a few red berries. The other ones don't. Okay. Don't transplant the red berried ones. That's the female. Okay. F- female plant. And uh, those berries will come up and uh, run your asparagus bed. So just avoid okay. getting the one with ones with red berries on it. 
and uh, get the ones that uh, don't have red berries on them. Okay. And now's the time to do it. Have you ever okay. have you ever dug asparagus before? So yeah, last year I moved one of my garden beds, and I thought the asparagus was dead. And then it started <laughs> popping back up, and so I transplanted it uh, this year, and it's looking really good right now. So Okay, when you're digging, especially an old established bed, you'll notice that the, uh, the crowns or the roots of the asparagus look like spiders laying on each other, right? Right. Did you notice yep. that? Yes. <laughs> they they look like spy, big spiders laying on each other, and so you you can separate those spiders into individuals and plant those. Now you're going to okay. want to plant them. You you you're going to want to plant them fairly deep. You uh, you okay. know make your hole uh, six or eight inches deep, or maybe deeper. Uh, let's say 10 to 12 inches deep, and then uh, put those uh, spiders in the bottom of that uh, ditch and then cover, cover them up about uh, two to three inches. And, uh, okay. w- and then wait till, the, uh, wait till the sprouts occur, come back, and let them come up a little bit, and then fill it in with the rest of the soil to cover that ditch. Okay. Understand? They've got to be buried. Now, this is this is outlined very nicely with line drawings on uh, plantanswers.com under asparagus. Okay. I, all right. I will look there. Okay. But now is a good time. To, now is a good time to dig Oh, in. yeah. Yeah. You'll, ha- you'll have to, you'll have to kind of water them. You'll have to water them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can do that. Okay, good man. Uh, all right, thank you so much for your help. Uh, thank you Thanks for calling, for Matt. My you take mind. care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let me talk to you about the tree hugger sprinklers while we got a chance. Not yet. Don't turn it on yet. <laughs> okay, so if you want a way to efficiently and effectively water that tree, that established tree or that newly planted tree or shrub, the tree hugger sprinkler is the tool you want to have. Now, the tree hugger sprinkler is a hard plastic sprinkler. It's a big, looks like a big donut, big yeah. hole in it, and it has a three sizes, 7, 11, and 15 inch, and it has a hinge on it, so you can open it up, and you can close it or hug it around the base of the tree, and now you've got little holes all over the place, all over around that tree, and you turn it on got a valve on it or you can control this from the uh from the faucet turn it on just a little bit to water that root ball thank you or you turn it on a lot to okay your tree hugger may sound different okay okay or you can turn it off 
Okay. So you can find the tree hugger sprinkler. I never thought of that till now. The tree hugger sprinkler right here. I never Milberger's. thought it would work. Uh. <laughs> uh, or at HEB. And Millburgers has all three sizes. So come on by and visit with her. Learn more at treehuggersprinklers.com. That's treehuggersprinklers.com. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The answer. San Antonio, any old place I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. AM 9:30, the answer. 9:30 AM, the answer. Hey, uh, don't forget uh, these three numbers: eight one one. Our friends at CPS Energy want you to remember that before you dig on any project, whether it's landscaping or a sprinkler system install, whatever it is. When you disturb that ground, the first thing that you need to do is call 811 or go online to texas811.org to have underground utilities marked. It's a free service, and it's the law. Texas law requires everyone to contact Texas 811 at least two working days before digging or doing any type of ground disturbance. Keep in mind that violations could result in fines. Once the lines are marked, you'll know where it's safe to dig. And then you can avoid surprises like uh, broken utility lines and fines. So before you grab your shovel, grab your phone and contact 811. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, you got you got the right thing. Yeah, yeah Calvin yeah. gave me the. Last, oh, let's see in the paper. Last week's paper. Let's see if the thing we were looking for is in there. <laughs> All right, two one zero through. I, I recognize. Twenty five percent. It says there is that the. Is that up from the last one? I recognize that ugly carrot picture they put. Up. I was enjoying reading it again. Okay. That's a little neat, closer to the mic. That's a neat thing about. Thank you. My condition. Um, okay, here we go. Okay. Here's the attic. Is there a thing that Trace was looking for in there? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Uh, they probably just used the same thing. Uh, Trace didn't mention that the, the, the uh, bearded iris flag. Yeah. Uh, regularly eight ninety nine. Right. About five ninety nine. Okay. Five ninety nine on sale four for twenty dollars. Hmm, that's a good deal. That's the bulb or the plant? That's the plant. Oh, okay. They, uh, that's a rice home. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're all, all, all rhizomes. Plant them, plant them now and get beautiful spring blooms available in yellow, red, and more. They produce large, bold flowers and sword-like leaves. Now, you didn't mention that these are supposed to be the ever-blooming type. I don't know. I hope these are. 
I didn't mention it. Yeah, yeah it seems seems like they would if it, if they were. Yeah. But he does have the ones that bloom twice a year rather than once a year. Yeah. So we'll ask him to. But that, right. that was one of my uh, Tennessee favorites. Mm. They, have, they grow real well down there because they get a lot of rain, I guess. But, uh, and they're early. They're, they always bloomed by Easter or maybe before Easter. Because we'd go up there and pick uh, a bearded iris. I didn't like the bearded iris as well as I did the daffodils. Oh. Being a six-year-old or younger, I could carry a bunch of those uh, daffodils. But uh, the bearded iris, they're usually a big stem. They have big stem and and a big flower. And a complex flower. It's hard to manage them. Yeah. But uh, I could go after those uh, daffodils. Now, oh, uh, here comes something. What? A leaf. Uh-oh. Hey, hey what you got? I had a pot that was about this big. Oh, oh can, we, can we ask your question on the air? Come on the air with us. Okay. It's we, easy. Just so we can do hear. Great. You'll do great, I promise. Okay. If you don't do great... Nobody will judge. We'll tell you, yeah. So grab the microphone and tell us what's going on in your world. You're on the air. Okay. So I had a small pot of whatever this was, and I didn't know what it was, and they told me it was a hollyhock. And it grew and it grew so big that I had like a 20-pot or 20-liter pot, yeah. and I had to split it. I split it. This is the this is the one. Oh, yeah. And then this is the other. But This is the other. But I don't know. Is it is it a hollyhock? And it doesn't bloom. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. No, it, it should bloom in the spring here. Oh. They, they like, uh, I guess, that's a, I think that's a holly. It looks like it to me, too. <laughs> now, they did. They, uh, few mo- uh, what was it, a month ago, they were emphasizing that they had a few hollyhocks for sale. So maybe we'll find a staff person that'll... Uh, well, I had spoken with Mary okay. back in okay. August. And mm-hmm. it was only like this big. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, I take it out of the pot. So I split it, thinking one would die, one would live. Okay. They just, they're taking over my tri-tips <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, they're a big plant. <clears throat> so but, just let uh, it go. They, they should uh, put up a lot of blooms in uh, April and May, probably okay. May. For the winter, do I cover it? No. Oh, okay. I do a lot of pots, so I cover it. Okay, okay. I well, you, it won't hurt to cover it. Yes. But I'm pretty sure they don't freeze. Okay, now my other story. Are you you're familiar with? This is not the best place to get them to bloom. No, no. Oh, like uh, the Minnesota. Or Have you seen porterweed before? Oh, well, yes. usually the porterweed grow and the butterflies come and everything. Yes, they're there. I have like twelve of them in my backyard oh, because wow. my husband likes the hummingbirds that come in. This one never grew up; it just grew out. And what is it? A butterfly plant? Porterweed. No, porterweed. Okay, oh. when did that one get planted? It's not. It's it's in a pot. Oh. Well, because the purples are just starting to bloom now. Oh, yeah. I've my purple, I've got purples and pinks and reds. All right. And blues. And they're all, the blues were late to bloom. Yeah. But this one, it's only like from here, like this high, and it looks like a little mushroom underneath yeah. with all the stuff on top. Because normally they... They grow much taller. Well, the one the one that we're 
Well, two. I guess there's two that we're pretty familiar with. Uh, the Red Dwarf. Oh, yeah. yeah he has the, a red one. The yeah. Red, yeah, the Red Dwarf. Yeah. That, that one's spectacular and reliable and a nice shape. And, of course, I, I always say that it's the only plant that I know that you can see a hummingbird, bees, and butterflies on it at the same time. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, yeah. And the rest, the rest of them are unpredictable. Other than this, uh, this, this uh, purpley, purple one, which I have in my yard too, that blooms in the fall. And sometimes it doesn't even come up until the, in the fall. It kind of sneaks it sneaks its way in an old container, and then it'll come up and bloom for until... Yeah, I thought the 40. purples weren't going to bloom because of the heat. Because the minute the heat went down yeah. a little bit, they, then they started blooming. But I take them in during the winter, and I have grow lights, so I keep them in my garage all winter long. Wow. You made it through last winter with those things? I did. I have, oh, that's a first. I have 46 yeah, pots in my garage with grow lights. All cocks will be proud of it. Yeah. What kind of heat? I, I don't know. I just bought them online. They were plant grow lights. It wasn't much heat at all, but it was just the mm. blue kind of lights. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I put them out, and I thought maybe I shocked them because the purples weren't blooming. No. And then I realized it was just the heat. <laughs> so, well, yeah. thank you for your time, and I learned a lot today. Good, thank you. thank you. How many other porter weeds do you have? 26. 26 and 26 goodness pots. gracious. And how many are different selections? Um, Five, she said. I have one of just about every color that comes. Uh-huh. I go to those. So five or six. Garden, Garden of Eden, Marine Garden, down in Louisiana. They send them to me. Oh, about okay. Six years ago, I got them, and I've just kept them since then. Oh, cool. Well, that would be nice. Uh, give, uh, why don't you give us a report as they like, just like you're doing here, because. Uh, we're hoping that there'll be more interest in yeah. porter weed, and uh, and that you know that pe- we don't want, we don't want people disappointed if they if they get if they're used to the red one and then mm-hmm. they get get the uh, one of the off-colored ones and and uh, spend quite a bit of money on it. Uh, they're not too <laughs> happy with it. Well, yeah, I've got my first one here. And that gentleman over there had recommended, yeah. and I bought it, and I just yeah. took it home. And then after well, the, that, I just kept going. The red, the red one is a bargain, whatever you pay for it, because it's uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's one you order it, and you don't know if it's going to be pink or red. It's 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 got a combination of different colors. Oh, they don't. So when it comes and it blooms, then you know what you've got. But so far, I've been very lucky, and my husband's handicapped, so he sits outside on the garden uh-huh. and watches, watches the bees the, and the butterflies uh-huh. and the oh, hummingbirds great. come in. Yeah. Cool. So it's really great. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for your time. Thank, thank you. Thank you for coming, Thanks for coming on the air with us. Okay. You did Good great. luck on the hollyhocks. Hollyhocks. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-C. She did great on the air, didn't she? She was. She was. <laughs> they, uh, that, that's, she became an expert on those hollyhocks. Yeah. Oh. I her, can't believe her she and Paul that. could have talked for two hours. Yeah, I, I, I thought, uh, I figured she had some type of external heat in there when it got so cold. I can't believe those lights. That's the first up. for us to have a porter yeah. weed make it. Yeah, without a, external rather, heat. Yeah, rather than accident. These guys will make it. I've never had a red one make it, but these purple ones seem to make it. But... <laughs> 
I, I was I was baiting her to see if she just opened the door to the house and let the heat out. Oh, okay. That, like I was going to do my satsumas that time. I had that and brilliant idea. And the, and just open, before your divorce, you mean? Uh, open, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> open the open the bathroom windows, covered with plastic from the eaves, and uh, I thought it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, people quit using that restroom, especially when it got below 20. Yeah, I can. I wonder. No, no, they didn't some, have the same. Some people are so fussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Greg, Greg Grant always fusses and complains. You know, he used to live in uh, uh, San Antonio, and uh, he didn't have much furniture or heaters or anything. Mm. So I let him borrow my little space heater. Mm-hmm. Until the temperatures were going to drop below 20. And so then I went over and got my heater and put it with my Satsuma trees. Oh, poor Greg. Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, so I, I, I was willing to freeze him to death, but I sure as hell wasn't going to well, leave I my guess, Satsumas. Uh, and he's still your friend. That's amazing. Anyway, he's from East Texas. He ought to be tough enough to take mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, I finally found today's article from Calvin. Uh, <laughs> said, uh, and there's no picture of ugly carrots there. Huh? No. Yeah, yeah. I remember those ugly carrots from last year. We, uh, yeah. That is that a squirt of water coming out of there? What is that? What do you where? The, the little rake. Yeah. I don't know where you're pointing in the... Oh, no, oh I no, see. That's a, the end of that uh, it's a hoe. spade. Yeah, a spade or whatever. I thought you'd hit a, hit a water. What is it? <laughs> it's uh, the tool that's digging it's in the tube. dirt. It's a tube. Oh. DNA. Okay, and then Calvin talks about uh, digging in, into orga- in organic and organic mulch options. That's funny. Digging into... No, in organic more about and organic. Okay. Yeah, that Calvin's such a guy, such a wild guy. Uh, He's just mumbling now. I don't yeah, uh, but he talks about mulch in today's paper, page E four, Saturday, October twenty first, and talks about uh, incorporating organic. Uh, talking about mulch. Talking about compost. Talking about leaves. Hmm. Uh, he says, if if you have trees that drop their leaves in the fall, such as ash, pecan, and oak, or I mean red oak and sycamore, or in the late winter like live oak, you can re can you resupply your mulch oak layer twice the large leaves can be mowed before they are placed into the mulch layer on the garden or they can be collected as whole leaves I guess I'm going to have to put up some kind of fence maybe a you know in I can the, see there will be a lawsuit about that in the west <laughs> yeah. I'm going, stealing I'm, the leaves you know they have those snow fences all, oh, all yeah. over the west uh, I might have to put up one of those in my backyard to keep my leaves from blowing out. 
Yeah. They blow out every year, I, and I don't get to use them. Well, you remind me a little bit of uh, in this article about how how you used to you couldn't hardly give away uh, pecan shells. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now now they're uh, outrageously <laughs> expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what broke me of using pecan shells was the fire ants. Number one. Well, and the deer and the squirrels. Yeah, and, and squirrels, yeah. Squirrels and... <laughs> I don't know if the fire ants and the squirrels were working together, but until all the meat was gone out of those holes, you had a, a yeah, fire ant pound. It took, it took a while to realize that, and then they started uh, storing them before they distributed them. Yeah. <laughs> Quite often, you can work out a deal with a neighbor who bags his or her leaves to use in your landscape. They never have to be wasted in the landfill. Uh, back when I was collecting a lot of leaves, there were people driving around in uh, these big trailers picking up those leaves. And that was when they were in plastic bags. Now they have them in paper bags, beautiful yeah. paper bags. That disintegrate eventually. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I never ever put the That's paper. why they do the paper bags. You put the paper bags? No, because they, they disintegrate so they can. Hmm. The plastic, I think, stays for a long, 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 long time. Oh, yeah. But well, yeah. I emptied them out of the plastic. Oh, well, you're. I, I if, if you're leaving them for the. Uh, Recycling people. Yeah. You do that in the, the bags okay. that sell at HEB and Walmart. And Never mind. It's uh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, yeah, those are, those are nice. Uh, let's see, you buy those paper bags from uh, garbage people, right? No, you can buy them from HEB. You can buy them Oh, from they're everywhere, huh? Lowe's. Yeah. No burgers may have them. Yeah. But I'm not sure. They're not very expensive. But if you're really nice, what you would do is empty those paper bags, take them back to where you got the leaves. Let them reuse them. Oh, yeah. Or wood chips. That's that's not what Calvin wrote, but okay. Did you write that idea? (laughs) Okay, wood chips. Wood chips are that... uh, it says it's the organic material that takes the, take the longest to decompose. Obtain them from ground-up tree trimmings from your arborist. Yeah, some of the some of the arborists that are tree workers that are clever are making that as another product of, you know, it becomes less of a problem if they they chop it up for you, make a nice pile, you know, and you can yeah. use it. Use it. Now, of course, unless it's a, a mesquite, it just <laughs> disappears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're using that for barbecue. And it's a it's a good wood to burn if it ever turns cold again. Well, and they also, uh, I know Judy used to collect stumps. For, she had this idea that she'd eventually get something carved out of them. Oh, okay. Out of, the, out of the mesquite. Yeah, they have beautiful wood. Uh, I still got stumps of. Uh, <laughs> I know Bill McReynolds used to make wood uh, tables out of them. Oh, that was yeah. his hobby. 
But uh, and beautiful wood. Let's see. <laughs> uh, pecan shells are hard to find now. But they make an attractive mulch if you can tolerate rodents, fire ants, and deer interest. I don't think I can fire, tolerate all those. Nothing. <laughs> but uh, the uh, if you are most interested in a relatively permanent mulch with effective impact on weed prevention and water conservation, using some of the inorganic mulches may work well too. So. Uh, what is there? Is, uh, there's still those colored, colored. I was debating this on this. Those colored plastic mulches are still available, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they're they're a little controversial in terms of the they never do get decomposed, you know. Mm. Oh yeah, but uh, well, that's uh, when we were using drip irrigation. Uh, they did several studies that. Uh, Let's see, is it orange? Orange or red? I'm going to stick with, uh, I mean, yellow or red. And uh, would repel aphids and uh, squash vine borers and huh. insects. I don't know whatever became of that. It kind of cooled off. But, uh, and of course, the white clear mulch uh, is used in a in the spring for drip irrigation to cover drip irrigation but uh, the problem with the white mold I mean the uh, clear mold clear plastic is that weeds grow under it oh you're uh, talking about layers yeah layers plastic. of it but uh, we use a white mulch white plastic mulch in the, in the, for a fall garden because it uh, reflects the heat, doesn't get it hot under there. Yeah, right, I didn't gonna... go. I didn't go into the into the uh, mulches. The yeah, I should have probably because they because they're active uh, and valuable in terms of the uh, production. Oh yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Don't forget, for your pest control needs, whether you got an emergency or you want to just make sure you don't have an emergency from roaches to rats, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the place to go. From rodents to rats to raccoons to, I'm running out of R's, but you get the idea. Uh, they can do it all. And since 1976, they have been helping homeowners and businesses stay pest free. In fact, when you call them at 210-656-3721, ask them where they uh, are doing business uh, for uh, commercial enterprises and uh, you will be 
very pleasantly surprised that you called them. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control go online at Ghost Spider-Man Pest and read the great reviews for customers that have loved them. Or 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Ask about the Care mosquito trapping system, too, uh, at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control at GhostSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Calvin writes uh, in today's article, I uh, said, flagstone or brick uh, for patio or path, flagstone or brick without mortar allows the water to penetrate between the material. It's effective saving water and preventing weeds. And then that material, that uh, that sail material too, is yeah, right. Those big sidewalk pa- squares are pretty, a uh, real effective at that. Yeah, the pa- uh, the patios and paths are also especially functional as part of the landscape. Uh, de- he mentioned decomposed granite is also an effective mm-hmm. uh, option. Well. No, talking about the stepping stone, yeah, or the flagstone. Where's the cheapest place to get some of those, Melvin? It's right here at Millburgers. Uh, Jerry, tell you're them right. how much they'll pay. It's amazing. They're wonderful. Dollar eighty-eight, or ten for fifteen dollars. Yeah. The only problem you're gonna have is, well, I think they load them for you. Don't yeah, they, they do. They help me. I know they're really tough, though, in the Beetle to hold yeah. all them. Yeah. 15 yeah. of them in the Beetle. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Getting them in is okay, but getting them out is a tough part. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, those are nice checkers. I'm surprised they haven't sold out at that price. Yeah, it is a good price. They get them in every now and then, too. And he, oh, he, he they were stopped. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry I didn't do what I should have done, was I put them down, and I guess... Uh, I've seen what people do is they put like the river rock mm-hmm. in between them, and then they kind yeah, of yeah, that is it. pretty. I and it looks it looks pretty, and it, yeah. it's very functional. Ours are just wedged together. There they, you go. And they still work. They, work <laughs> they still work. Yeah. Uh, and then stones and rocks <laughs> can be used as a landscape stream feature that effectively abs- absorbs. And channels water. Smaller pedals also work to, uh, and make a path material that's almost as functional as, as a decomposed granite. Uh, <laughs> I always, when, I, when I read something like that, I always think of uh, Hayden Haby. The, uh, he was a goat specialist. Oh, wow. A, a world renowned goat specialist. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And he he was a big gardener. He loved to garden. And uh, in in Rock Springs, that which is uh, appropriately named, by the way. Oh, okay. And and I went up to look at his garden and I looked out there and solid rocks. Hmm. Loose rocks. In Springs? And and he said, well, what do you think of my garden, Jerry? I said, I think it'd be okay if you'd remove some of those rocks. <laughs> and he said, I've removed all the rocks. <laughs> and he had a great, beautiful garden in 
rock springs in the rocks. Well, I've seen uh, farms where every every year or every time they change the crop, part of the task was to go back through and pick rocks again. Yeah. And again, back with these new rocks would come up and work their way up. How in the world did they do that? <laughs> so that, well, that, that's, that's what you had to do. And they, they didn't list the help of whoever would participate. Yeah. Well, that, and, and like Hayden, Hayden told me, he said, uh, said uh, you know, there's moisture under a rock. Okay. Ever since he said that, I, I do start looking under rocks. Guess what? There's moisture under there. Uh, there I think there's moisture-loving creatures under the uh, rocks, yeah. too, aren't there? <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, let's see. Yeah, and then plastic materials. Uh, the pebbles can be color, colorful, but for even more color in the mulched area, plastic mulched materials are also available and can be arranged to be especially decorative and colorful. It may be best to limit this material to be placed on landscape fa- fabric to make it easier to collect at the end of its use. You know, that makes me think of El Paso. You ever been to El Paso, driven around, looked at their landscape? Yeah, yeah a long time ago, but uh, uh. <laughs> but I see. I see pictures of it every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, what, what they do is uh, they decorate with rocks for the, in their landscape. They can't water, don't have much water. And uh, they're pretty attractive plants. I'm talking about $200,000 houses with a rock, colorful rock landscape. And the mowers never, lawnmowers never wear out. Don't, don't need to worry about the mower. And the interesting thing about it, you don't need to really worry about weeds and grass. Because where there's no rain or no. water, you're not going to have weeds and grass. Or if you do, you can use a glyphosate herbicide. So uh, it's, that's interesting out there. I had to, had my eyes opened over there out there. Um, let's see. And the, well, you're this, reading from Calvin's article still, right? Do what? You're reading from Calvin's article? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, things to do this week in the garden. All right. <laughs> Branch breakage increases when the weather during the growing season is hot and there are dry, windy conditions. Now, let's see. Have we had that? Let's see. Let, let me read that again. Increases when the weather during the growing season is hot and there are dry, windy conditions. I think you could probably say, say that. Yeah. Okay. We've had that. Uh, I, I just can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Check Calvin. We checked with Calvin. He said yes. <laughs> I was going to ask Milton a question. Oh, dear. But when he talked about the uh, tree hugger sprinkler, yeah, let's but let's say, for, for saying sake, that we get five inches of rain this next week. All right. See, so, you know, twenty percent can give you as much as five tenths or five inches. But uh, say we get five inches of rain. 
Is that going in the drought? No. Oh. I don't we think should so. still keep watering our newly planted trees and shrubs? Yes. I've listened to the show before I know the answer. Oh, okay. Good man. Might let us skip one watering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two waterings. <yeah. laughs> but uh, you can use a tree hugger, and especially if you've got newly planted trees or shrubs. Yeah. Uh, they're green. Like, uh, like if you plant one of those citrus trees out there, look how green it is now. Mm-hmm. But you don't water it no. for the next two months, even in the winter, it's not going to do well. No. Not going to do well. Uh, let's see. It's proper. Uh, let's see. He has a tendency to be a little negative, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Just noticed this, did you? Yeah. yeah. To, to help protect your family and its property from limb breakage. Arrange a visit by area arborists to assess the limb, limb situation near your house and other structures. Now, they're not going to talk about limb breakage when you have your arborists out because they don't know when their limbs are going to break or not. But they will, they, they, uh, will make assessments. assessments. I'll tell you what, uh, yeah. What you need to move. I, move. When, my, when that... Tr- mesquite was over the top of my house they they said the the best thing would be for me to cut that out of there yeah yeah and then of course i said it's too beautiful i'm not gonna uh. <laughs> and then six months later poof did it I fall read. oh yeah yeah that's where he's got all that wood he's not giving you uh. <laughs> <laughs> broke oh, okay. but i still got half half of it it's one of the trunks this big mm. fell. Oh, man. So I'm hoping. I, I, I have to admit that I uh, have a tendency to favor the doors that don't go under the branch. But. <laughs> yeah, the uh, no matter what kind of tree it is this year, you better watch any limbs or overhanging limbs because you don't know when they're going to. Yeah. Uh, my red oak has lost significantly larger limbs from the very top of the tree. Really? Yeah. And it started that several years ago. Hmm. And uh, that's when they came out and diagnosed, you've got limb drop problem. I said, (laughs) do you think I don't see those dead limbs laying (laughs) on the ground over there? (laughs) But uh, they don't know what causes it. But uh, they know it happens. And uh, obviously, Calvin knows it happens. Yeah. Now. So uh, you better take, take I, it. It didn't look like there was any damage, but then I, I saw the uh, reflection of the sun reflecting off the metal roof. Yeah. And I saw see all these little gouges and, uh, yeah. and dents and everything. Yeah. <laughs> So far, I was thinking, reassuring myself, I said, well, there hasn't been any leak yet. And then I thought, Uh-oh. it hasn't rained yet uh-huh. either. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Well, but, this, this week could be your test period. Yeah, yeah. Are your Sinisa blooming? Have you got a lot of commercial? buckets to put Couple around the house? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them around town, some beautiful purple ones. I think uh, at Bitters. Oh, there's your. Bitters and uh, uh, Brook Hollow and. Bitters in 281 area. All right, we got about uh, 
minute and a half left, so let's uh, talk real quick again about what's happening here next Saturday and Sunday. You want to start off with the costume contest? Costume contest. Employees are uh, graded by the customers. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, an uh, employee wins a prize at the end, and a customer does as well. Uh, we've got the face painting, balloon art, and roasted corn. All proceeds are going to the American Cancer Society. Right. The maize and the pumpkin patch uh, all day long. And the train from 11 to 2. Oh. And bring, bring in your old glasses. Yep. yep. For blood, the Lions Club. Lions Club, blood uh, drive. screening, blood drive. Go to uh, millburgernursery.com to see... Uh, more about uh, all the events, but go there if you want to donate blood because that's your that'll get you right to the where you register. And, and if you haven't been able to donate blood, you you want to, and it's been a couple of years, you want to recheck it. Yeah, because there's been some changes. All I'm right, gonna, I'm going to try it. Good. Yeah. We're going to say goodbye for today, but you join us tomorrow back here at Millburger, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and on 9:30 a.m. The answer.